I was gonna say hey, like for the 50th time. But it's just like, I need a new word. I liked the, the, just the jumble. That was really good. I, someone tell me how I just have like a constant standard intro. I just like can't handle that. Anyway, welcome to Come At Me, an extremely important podcast. My name is Riley. I'm here with Kendrin. Hi. Um, today we're going to be bringing you some ASMR, so buckle your seatbelts. <laughs> I have. Oh, sorry. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I like starting off shows this way. Yeah, it's good. I have a pickle jar filled with ice and water. <laughs> tink, tink, tink. It's a... It's like far superior. Far okay. superior to like what's a Vlasic? Fuck yeah, Vlasic. To, to any other pickle, literally available at major grocery stores. I have had better pickles. Um, mm-hmm. They're I think they're called Bubbies, and they're made from well water. Oh. And there's like no vinegar in them. It's just like dank ass weird well water. <laughs> that's not. <laughs> that's not necessarily selling me on these, but also I'd like to try them. <laughs> They're really good. They're really weird, but um, I'm a big fan. One thing, listeners, that I know about Riley, among the two things that I know about Riley. <laughs> <laughs> We've known kidding. each other for <laughs> 10 plus years. 10 plus years. I think 12 years at this point. No, uh, one of the things, though, that I do know about Riley, when I was when we were in high school, I was working at a bakery called Geraldine's, and Riley Paula. loved Paula <laughs> the pickles there. They were yeah. just like they, you know, just like sliced pickles. They were so good. They were they were delicious. They were they were really good. But um, I remember after I started <laughs> working there, and I already knew you liked those pickles. I learned that you know we bought them in like five gallon, like yeah. tubs. And I always I was wanted like, can to... you get the brand? Please. <laughs> it was just like U.S. Foods mass pickles or something. Yeah. But I really like wanted to buy those, but I had no means as like a fifteen year old. Um, right. I also love Jimmy John's pickles. Yeah, those um, are those are very good. I wasn't done with my ASMR though, so if we could oh, sorry. take it down and not check it. Oh, sorry. I also have the last like fourth of a McDonald's iced coffee. Hold on. There we go. No. <laughs> My, I think my audacity froze for that one, so y'all, no. y'all might never hear the, those beautiful coffee bubbles. It was, this is, is bad, but I'm not a fan of ASMR, so, like, what As do I As a note know? for Kindred, I also turned up my mic for the first time this episode, because your, your audio is always consistently much louder than mine, and I have to turn mine up. Oh, I, and I do too, but I've never even thought, like, I'm just like, well, that's what, that's what editing's for. That's yeah. why we balance it out. I, deci- I decided to just, like, maybe turn it up this time and oh, see it makes nice. our lives easier. So hopefully we'll it see. does. We'll, we'll see. see. Well, All right. So. That was a good intro. I- that was a good intro. I'd like to pat ourselves on the back. That was a good one. Pat, pat, pat. Today we're talking about, <laughs> to get back on track, today we're talking about 2001 A Space Odyssey. Um, Doom. 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 
just blew my mic out real bad. (laughs) Yeah, me too. That couldn't have been good for the listeners. Sorry, guys. Yeah, I'm really sorry. Sorry. Anyway, um, this week we let Josh pick what we're going to watch. Yes. And he had had three choices. (laughs) Okay. The first one that he picked was Big Business with (laughs) Bette Midler and I think Lily Tomlin from 1988. I've never seen it. Me neither. Um, But I can imagine. It's about two sets of twins that are switched at birth and then, like, you know, find each other later and hilarity ensues, I guess. We watched the preview and we were like, you know what? Nah. (laughs) I don't think it'll be even, like, bad funny. Oh. He said he saw it when he was probably three years old and it, like, (laughs) really stuck with him. I love that. His next choice was City Slickers, uh-huh. which I think has, uh, oh, what's that one guy's name? Uh, Billy Crystal in it, I'm oh, pretty sure. I do like Billy um, Crystal. And I, I don't know what that one's about. Apparently some <laughs> City Slickers that made a really big impact on Josh. He's always yelling at me because I haven't seen it. Um, <laughs> and the third choice, yeah, the third choice was 2001 A Space Odyssey, which is what we, we landed on. Thank yeah. God. Thank, thank goodness. Cause, uh, let me tell you. Um, neither of us, we watched this last night. Mm-hmm. Neither of us have any notes or any direction for where this episode's going to go. No, but I, I mean, we'll, we'll take it somewhere shortly. We yeah, usually as, do. As always, we're highly prepared and highly professional. <laughs> Truly. Um, I wanted to say that I didn't, um, I didn't know much going into this. I was telling Riley, I have, I've had the DVD for a couple years, mm-hmm. been wanting to watch it, um, with friends and it's taken me a couple years to watch it with friends. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but all I knew about it was I'd seen some stills and it was actually stills from like the very end when he's in that room. <laughs> Yeah. And uh, so, like, I kind of knew that was coming. So, Oh, weird. That's the, like, only part I didn't anticipate. Oh, see, and I, and I knew that was coming, which I felt was, like, k- kind of ruined it. But um, yeah. I would like to give my overall, which was, like, I liked it, but I do have some issues with it. Yes. How about you? So, um, I feel like people are going to get mad at me for this one. Eh. So sorry. Um. I had I've been meaning to watch this movie for like six years. Yeah. Um. I really like Stanley Kubrick or Kubrick. Kubrick. Yeah. <laughs> I would say Kubrick. It's gonna. That's how I'm gonna say it. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> uh. So I was like, I should watch that because everybody likes it. Yeah. And literally, almost every person I talked to about this movie told me about an experience of like taking a lot of psychedelics and then watching it and it like freaking their brain out for years like that. Not exaggerating, three people have told me stories about that. I don't, I, I don't, what, one, I don't do psychedelic drugs, but two, I mean, I guess only, like, the last part, I feel, and that's, like, only 20 minutes of the movie. I don't. There is, there's a lot of, um, drawn out, very visual scenes. Right, with music. So I can, yeah, so I can see why that might be positive, I don't know, a good experience or a really bad one. All the people I've talked to have, like, different things about it. Like, some people are like, I'll never be able to watch that again. I just, like... Right. It was, too, it was way too much to handle. Right. Um, all I knew about it going in is that there was a computer named Hal. hmm And Hal, like, turns against the people. Right. That's, like, all I knew, and I didn't know what that entailed. And I, with right. that, I was, I was anticipating it being a lot more uh, climactic. Yeah, yeah. 
I guess, like, a, a little more dramatic and intense, but I think that's kind right. of maybe a theme through the movie. Like, the humans are very Oh, no. under Are you hearing that buzzing noise? No, I'm not. It must, maybe it's just my headphones. Oh, shit, uh, is it? No, they just, like, they cut out for, like, a second. Like, I can hear you, it just buzzes. Anyway, oh, sorry. <laughs> is it still buzzing? No, we're good now. Okay. <laughs> We're fine uh, for now. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, that's okay. Um, I was saying all of the, like, human humans in the movie are very subdued. Mm-hmm. And that plays into, like, all of it. Like, the whole movie to me was a lot more subdued than I had intended or anticipated. Me too. And I think, l- like, going into this with my favorite Kubrick, Kubrick movie <laughs> yeah. being The Shining. Yeah, me too. I was expecting, like, a much more dramatic climax. Well, and I think... I was thinking about that, because I love... Oh, man. I love The sh- I really love The Shining. I just... I've yeah. got a giant crush on Jack Nicholson. But um, but that is a very... Obviously, a very visually striking movie and a great story. But mm-hmm. I know... I do know that this is... 2001 A Space Odyssey is also based off of a book. So I think uh-huh. it might have something to do with <laughs> the source material being better, you know? Hmm. Um. The, I I don't know. I've never read The Shining, and I don't give a fuck about Stephen Stephen King. But like, I I, he- I hear the book is amazing. Like, two thousand one, A Space Odyssey. No, uh, The Shining. Oh yeah, yeah. Me too. I just I I cannot be cannot be bothered. Cannot um, be bothered. I really I was thinking today, guys. Mm-hmm. We're not gonna ever get into the plot. No, we'll get into it. But um, I mean, like, <laughs> you guys go read cares? about it. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? <laughs> um, I was thinking, um. It felt a lot like um, the Animal Collective movie. What's that movie called? Uh huh. Odd Sack. Yeah, it felt a lot like Odd Sack, and in a good way. It wasn't a bad thing. It's just it's a very visual Mm -hmm. with music. Yeah, and Odd Sack is like clearly intended for like drugs. (laughs) Right. right. I've never watched it on any drugs, and I (laughs) I still get like tripped out. I don't know how to say that in like not a stupid way. Right. But it's very, like, hypnotic. It is. Yeah. I mean, I think I, you know, I think I watched it probably three or four times with you and Josh. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember it very vividly. And yeah. That's, yeah. and that's kind of, there's a lot of scenes in Odd Sack that kind of, like, strike you silent. Like, you kind of just sit there and, yeah. like, stare at it and get lost in it. And that, yeah. that happened, because we watched this together. Mm-hmm quote-unquote right um, as much as we can yeah and there was parts where we both just like sat silent for like 25 minutes because yeah. it was like it didn't seem like a good time to talk you know no, like, you had to watch it especially at the last part you know where he's going deeper into the infinite and it starts going over like and desert landscapes is, like freaking out yeah. yeah and like i felt myself like almost being pushed back against my like pillow i was laying on mm, like it yeah. was I mean, it was effective. I think it's an effective yeah. movie. I think that I think that the pacing was almost weird. Yeah, like, that's what we were talking about today. Like the, the one of the reasons that it was so striking is because the whole movie we're like this was made in 1968. Like right. how the hell did they manage this? Yeah. Um but there was a lot of parts and I I'm sure like there's a lot of people out there who just consider this a perfect movie. I really yeah. don't, even though I no, liked it. No, me neither. Yeah. But, like, the scene, the opening scene with the gorillas, like, discovering murder and meat and shit. Yeah, yeah. That was over 20 minutes. It was. It was long. It could have easily been 15 minutes, and you would have got the same sense of, like, dullness up until they discover meat and murder or whatever. Right, 
Like, it didn't need to be that long. And I thought right. that about a lot of the scenes. And I'm sure, yes. you know, that's that's purposeful, I'm sure. Right. But as a moviegoer, if I'm sitting down to watch something that's two and a half hours long, like, I don't want things to be unnecessarily dragged out just for an effect of being like, wow, this is really dragged out. Right. Because, you know, I think like The Shining is a very good example yes. of you know Good the perfect pacing. length and it's not it's not a fast-paced movie no but, but it feels very intentional and a lot of yeah. these scenes like I had a thought early on mm-hmm. which is like I don't know again I've seen this once like right. whatever but I, I thought like there's not a lot of movie in this movie so far there's and there there isn't in the entire movie yeah like it's a lot of just visual amazement and incredible effects yeah but like the story itself and i was we watched as soon as we finished the movie um Mm -hmm. we wanted to see a video that explained like how they did a lot of the effects back in the day which because a lot of them we were speculating on and we were interested like how they actually did it right we ended up watching this like 43 minute documentary that was made in like i think it was made in 2001 Okay, nice. Um, but it was, like, didn't really teach us anything. It was kind of kind of just, like, interviews with different people about, like, their experience. But um, right. the Arthur Miller. Mm-hmm. Is that his name? Probably no, that's not. the playwright. Yeah, Arthur something <laughs> uh-huh. wrote the whatever, wrote the story that it was based off of. Right. Arthur Connor? I can't remember. Yeah, it was, like, Clarence or something. Yeah, something with a C. Anyways. Yeah. Obviously, I care a lot. Right. <laughs> um, he was talking about how the, like, obelisk, and is, is that what it's called? It's, that, it's that's monolith. That's what you were calling cause, it. Because I, and I looked it up today because I was like, I was calling it an obelisk, but I, it's a monolith. And an obelisk is is a type of monolith. Like, an obelisk usually has, like, a pyramid at the top. So it's, like, a big ah. rectangle with, like, a pyramid. Okay. Gotcha. So it's a monolith. So the monolith thingy, um, the story that this is based off of in that story it's a like alien burglar alarm basically oh interesting so the aliens like put it on this planet and once it is like discovered and goes off then the aliens know that like humans have have breached the universe have breached the galaxy and they need to like react right which is, like, not conveyed in the movie, which is not, fine. Uh, not at all, but I like but that. I, I guess it is in a way, but you would have to interpret a lot. Because, like, when right. the humans go up and they're about to take a picture of it, then it starts going off. Yeah. Um, and we know that it's, like, they say it's connected to Jupiter or whatever. And yeah, then, and it's, it's but... some, some like, source of knowledge. Like, it inspires evolution in some way. Right. Um, but I thought, like, that was really interesting, and I wish that was yeah. conveyed more. Well, and it, I really, I think it's interesting that, that they didn't use the guy from the beginning, that he wasn't, like, mm-hmm. the, more of a part of the it. main person, because it, it did feel like, like, segmented, which is fine, and movies can be segmented, you know, with, like, different parts interwoven, but there yeah. were only, like, so there's the monkey part, the guy mm-hmm. going to the moon part, and then the really long mar, them on the ship part, and uh-huh. then the very end. So that's four. Right. And while we do see, you know, they're woven together with the monolith, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. It, it was it was too, the, the part where they're on the ship to me is just too long. Yeah. And I guess, 
I don't know. I guess I was just expecting, you know, the movie Alien? Yeah. I was expecting more of a climax, like, akin to that, and not of, like, aliens coming, but, like, how, like, killing them off in, like, a more dramatic, like, dire way, where he's kind Mm -hmm. of, like, he has to battle Hal more. Right. I don't, like, it seemed almost too easy. Yeah, and he didn't. And, like, like, obviously Hal did a lot of damage before he got to him. But once he got to him, it was like, okay. But we don't see really, I guess, I guess now that I'm thinking about it, and that's a really good point, that we don't see, like, what, we don't see the ramifications of what Hal did by killing Mm -hmm. two people. And then all those sleepy people. Well, he killed, I think, oh, yeah, maybe he killed all of them. I only thought he killed one, but I don't, I don't know. But Uh, he, yeah, I don't know either. Whatever. (laughs) He killed some people. But Mm -hmm. we, uh, we're instantly taken from that story where it's very based in, in a reality. We kind of know, like, where the baseline is and what's going on Mm -hmm. to the guy who's still alive getting shot into the infinite, into the void, going on an odyssey, which is, this movie is called 2001 A Space Odyssey, and the odyssey is really the last part. And then all mm-hmm. of a sudden it's very fantastical and it's and it's great and I love that sort of I love that sort of crap. Mm-hmm. But it almost it didn't need any of the other stuff almost. I yeah, I hear what you're saying. And like um on that little documentary thing we watched, um mm-hmm. the author whose name I should have looked up. I've I've got the oh the DVD case is out of arm's length, just barely. I'm not going to lean over. <laughs> so, so there we go. I mean, we'll never know. <laughs> Arthur or something. Yeah. Um, the intention, I guess, at the end, mm-hmm. in the, like, hotel, house, whatever thingy. Yeah. The intention originally was to have him meet an alien. Okay. Um, but they basically ran out of time and money. Right. And I think the ending is effective because it is like disorienting and very like you're not quite sure what you're looking at right like where it's going Mm -hmm. which I thought was really fun yeah um but I was like I don't know how to feel about it knowing that it wasn't the intended ending like if they would have had it the way they wanted it to be Right. He would have encountered some kind of alien presence, and then who knows what would have happened. And instead, right. he just encounters himself over and over, which is cool, and I think more interesting. Yeah. Um, his name is Arthur C. Clarke, by the way. Aha, just, Clark. I, I Googled it. Um, Clark. Clark. Um, I think... Bye-bye, coffee. <sighs> Bye, coffee. We loved you. <laughs> you were a good coffee. Um, I think that... the I, It's just, to me... Personally, mm-hmm. I personally believe. I personally I believe. Personally believe. I quote that. So, I quote that all the time. Just so I do too. I still so watch great. that video now and again just to it's make myself feel good. So this, so pure. today, I this is weird and okay. totally out of context. Okay. But I was walking around the gym today, uh-huh. and I just started thinking most people don't have maps. <laughs> <laughs> so that's weird that you just said that, girl. I, it's it's every day, bro. Um, okay. <laughs> No. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Um, I was going somewhere with this. Well, oh, I, I personally believe, um, and like prob- a lot of people, I'm assuming, I just am fascinated by time and how yeah. it really, it ceases to exist once you're out in space. I remember seeing the movie Interstellar 
when mm-hmm. it when it came out in theaters, and I was in a much like different headspace than <laughs> I was in a depressed state, but I was, but it still intrigued me, and I remember it making me feel just some sort of existential way. Yeah, but, like, yeah. That I really you know, liked that movie. A lot of people like that. Yeah, egg. I know. I like, no, oh, I I, I think it's great, and I don't even like care for Anne Hathaway that much, but I really enjoyed it. But it's so it's so so intriguing. Is Anne Hathaway in that? Yes. Yes, she is, my friend. Oh, God, I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah. So it's it was Michael Caine. Um, I remember him. That's the important part. It's really true. But it's like, that movie, when I walked away, I remember thinking, I j- just having a very vivid thought, that time, it like, when you're so far away from home, when they're, you know, interstellar, mm-hmm. this time ceases to really mean anything, you know? Yeah. And right. I think that... I think that that's very, I still got, I, th- I guess at the very end of 2001 A Space Odyssey, with mm-hmm. him running into different iterations of himself, you know, and like he, I, <laughs> I'm so good at English, you guys, when he, <laughs> he catches, you know, himself, his uh-huh. past self will see his future self and you can see the future self like remembers that he was over there. Yeah. I love that sort of, that time play. And I right. thought, and I, f- I thought that this movie was gonna be more of that and more of a very like, you kind of just have to sit there for twenty minutes afterward and think about it. Yeah. But I didn't. <laughs> you know, I went yeah. to bed or whatever, and I've been yeah. thinking about it today, but not as much as I thought I would be thinking about it. I think that's really fair. It's interesting to me. Um, apparently, this movie like really flopped when it came out. Hmm. Um, and then. According to this 43-minute, like, made-for-TV documentary we watched. Yeah. People, drug doers, started seeing it, and then it got really popular. Okay. Which I think is silly. Drug um, doers, they're always helping the movie industry. The drug, the drug doers. <laughs> but, like, literally in the documentary, the guy was like, you know, and then the kids would come and, you know, smoke a little pot, and then, you know, they just loved it. They just they loved just it. loved it. Oh, God, it would feel like a million years long. Holy shit, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> the longest no. movie. But I think, yeah, I I guess, because all I had heard about it, other than the Hal thing, was that mm-hmm. it would, like, blow my mind, you know? Yeah, that's, I think that was definitely an expectation, ex- expectation, expectation I had going in was that I would, I would feel my mind be blown. Yeah, and instead it ended and I was kind of like, okay. Yeah, I was like, okay. Yeah, ex- exactly. Okay. Yeah, I was just like, all right, well, I guess that's, I guess that's it. I guess he yeah. aged and then he was reborn then he... or something, and here we are. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, so what's what's your interpretation of the ending? Well, um, like I, you take it literally? No, I think, um, and I think that it came across to me as I was watching it last night that for me personally, oh my god, I I've got to stop. Personally believe. <laughs> personally believe. Um, I'm very, I was, I was thinking about a couple YouTube videos I had seen about infinity and like the number of particles in the universe. And, you know, it's, it's a finite number, but if you, Mm -hmm. if we had more than there are currently, you would start seeing repetition. You would see yourself, you know, if there was a certain number of particles in the universe, not even an infinite number, you would start Mm -hmm. seeing yourself repeated the further out you travel, which is so fascinating to me yeah and so i think my interpretation of the end was that he even even after like the first couple moments in the room 
um, that he finds himself in, mm-hmm. you, it cuts back to his face and he's still kind of shaking like he's moving, like there's a force moving against him. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he never actually he never leaves the spaceship. I feel like it's him, and he's still somehow like this is what the infinite is at this part of the universe, okay. and that he I don't I don't take it literally uh, or uh, w- not not that this is like literal. And I'm like out in the universe, there's a room, <laughs> but just like just you know everything is so different the further away he gets, and I don't think he was traveling fast enough to like really get. <laughs> very far out in the universe but i like like to imagine that he was so what happens between like hal's memory being shut down and then Mm -hmm. all of a sudden he's like flying through other dimensions or whatever that that was my question (laughs) because i don't i don't know because it cuts to so what is it we we have the four different sections so right after hal he turns off hal then uh-huh. there's a cut scene and, and it says like Jupiter, Jupiter, right? Jupiter and the infinite or something. Yeah. Let's look it up. Yeah. We should know. I'm on, I'm working on it. Okay, good. Um, I will, I'll just sit here silently. No, say something. Uh, I, uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, th- that sounds good. Just keep making that horrible sound. <laughs> It's my, po- it's my pondering noise. Um, I just I like to think that time Why ceases so to mean to anything, find? and he just. Well, remember when we tried to look up the one thing from um, Gone with the Wind, and uh-huh. it's like time, blah blah blah, and we couldn't find it. Yes. I was thinking about that literally this morning, and I was like, "Why the fuck couldn't I find that?" Yeah, like, that seems like it would be really, really easy to find. <laughs> right. Um, Part four. Part four. Look it up, Riley. Look it up. Okay, let's see. Look it up, Riley. Look it up. Uh, uh. Look it up, Riley. <laughs> I can't find it, like, literally. I thought yeah. that would be easy to find. <laughs> that's, but that's what, that's what we all thought. And it's then, like it's called Jupiter something, right? Jupiter, Jupiter, yeah. Jupiter and beyond the infinite. There you go. That's there exactly go. what it is. Okay, Jupiter and beyond the infinite. So, so I like so I like to imagine. In conclusion, I like to imagine that he that time has ceased to mean anything, and that he's up there, and it's some sort of play that the universe is putting on for him, and that he's still just zooming, still just zooming. So does. In my head, he he hears that guy come on the screen mm-hmm. who's like, hey, we found something on Jupiter. Yeah. Like, we don't know what it is, but it's evidence of intelligent life. And so in my head, he's like, okay, I guess that's my goal. Right. So in my head, he goes to Jupiter. He mm-hmm. sees that thingy. Yeah. He interacts with it in some way. Oh. Or, like, it's already been interacted with, so, you know, it starts ringing. Right. And that somehow sends him through this hallucination. Like the monolith is showing him his life and then his birth. Right. Like the monolith sends him through either a hallucination or literally through the infinite. And then he like the (laughs) I'm going to just keep talking about this little documentary. But they were saying one of the actors or somebody who knows Mm -hmm. was talking about how the this room is a hotel that the guy had been in and i don't know how they know that maybe it was in the book right 
um, and talking about how like he's basically in a zoo now and how we put animals in a zoo. We try to make them feel like they're at home. Like we put a pool for polar bears and we put like trees for birds or whatever. Right. Basically saying that like these aliens have created this like zoo for this guy now because he's stuck yeah. here in whatever way, hallucinating or literal through the I, infinite. I don't know. I don't know, I, girl. Yeah, no, I, I think that's interesting. I like to think that that's... I like to think that that's not it, though, because it projects such, like, a human thing onto the aliens, and for something to right. be truly alien, you know, I right. want to, like, not understand it, but I'm like, yeah, yeah. sure, put us humans into a zoo, I get it. I yeah, get it. <laughs> and that, it is weird, but I guess, like, they're trying to, who knows, because then is it just in his head, is that how he's making sense of what's going on, you right. know? Hey, I just found the Gone with the Wind. <laughs> oh, what is it? It's, a. Uh, one, it's on a sundial, um, ah. but it says, do not squander time. That is the stuff life is made of. And the I'm stuff sc- life is made of. All right. I'm screenshotting that so I don't forget because I'll want to know at some other point, I'm sure. <laughs> like, still, it's like, yeah. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> no shit. It's like, don't <laughs> eat all your food. That's all you got. You know, okay. like... <laughs> Thanks. Drink water because right. you need it to be alive. Okay. Stay hydrated. It is good. Mm-hmm. Thanks. That's the stuff bodies are made of. Okay. Do not squander water. That is the stuff bodies are made of. There you go. That's okay. You can put that on Pinterest right now. <laughs> it's beautiful, beautiful and perfect. Well, so stupid. Um, I don't think I have. Oh, I have one last thing to say, or maybe okay. more. I don't know. We'll find. But this is really like my last thought is um, I just really, really liked the score <laughs> a lot. Yeah. And yeah. I know it's it wasn't original, but I love the it's music effective. that they picked and that they the way they strung it together. I loved it. I feel like I had a note about that. The I don't know what it's called. I'm not sophisticated, but the you know like bum bum. Oh yeah. Bum. Yes. That song now has become such a punchline. It really has. That it's like hard for me to hear it and not think it's silly. Right. Like, so when this monkey's banging bones around, like, it's hard for me not to think that's intentionally silly. But also, that was silly. (laughs) It was silly, but I don't think it was meant to be. No, I don't think so either. But also, just like, even without the music, like, him just slapping some bones together. Yeah, I don't know like, how much he was learning. If I, I slap this, this and hit this to peer in the head, and, <laughs> and I made eat it. it. Eat I it. did. I did love the to peers. I've never seen those. They were great. cute. They were very cute. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I I will say, I enjoyed it, but I mm-hmm. honestly was disappointed because I wanted yeah. it to like be. I wanted to leave like, whoa, yeah. holy shit. Well, I mean, even after when I saw The Shining for the first time, I remember. Yeah, yeah. I, I watched it with Linda and Steven, and then I was like, I just need to stay here. And I literally, we sat in silence for like 20 minutes. Yeah. I was like, I just have to think about this. And Yeah. There's a lot yeah. of movies that end, and then I like go home and just like Google a bunch of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And this and was I'm like, what is this about? Right. And it was just slightly, slightly disappointing, but still good. I don't know mm-hmm. if I'll. Um, usually, these sorts of movies, uh, I'll have Ben watch with me. Mm-hmm. But even this one, I was like, eh, if he wants to watch it, he can. I don't know if I'll watch it anytime soon. Well, like for instance, towards the end when it, we're going on this fun like trippy journey. Yeah. 
It was very long. Like it I was. was I was dozing. Josh like actually fell asleep. Yeah. Because it's very quiet and it's very long. And yes, yeah. it's like very visually like stimulating, but it's not stimulating in any other way. Like you don't have to like no. think about it at all. No. It's hypnotic. And, yeah, and there was a lot of that in the movie to me. Like there was yeah. a lot that was like visually incredible and like yeah. the effects were incredible. But I I didn't have to be that engaged in it. Right. And like unfortunately, you know, what I'll say for everything we ever do. Yeah. Like it's 2018, you know. Right. And I I've seen a lot of things like this now at this point. Yep. That, that are all I, that are all making not making fun of but inspired by this right and I think are because we live in a time that's like more about stimulation I guess mm-hmm. it's more engaging like I would say right. like Interstellar was like a far more engaging movie and oh, like in, sadly yeah that is like is important you know right and I mean like, it, this movie yeah. relies on us a lot. Yeah. Which is good, and I think right. it's good when, like, films make you, you know, participate a little bit. Right. But yeah, it is nice to not have, like, everything spelled out for you. <laughs> it right. It was nice to uh, just be able to think about uh, yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> and this, like, virtually nothing is spelled out for you. No, no. Which is fun. Yeah. yeah. And I did, I really liked, um, what's his name? What's the guy's name? I don't know. <laughs> Uh, you know, the guy. You know. Arthur C. Clarke? <laughs> not that one. <laughs> the guy that's not Frank. Dave, maybe? Sure. I genuinely don't know or remember. <laughs> I did like him, like, as a character. Yeah, me too. Frank is supposed to be an asshole, I guess, but... Huh. I don't no, know. No, it was... And I mean, even... I Like, I felt something for Hal when he was, like, turning him off at the end. Like, I... I thought that was by far my favorite part. Yeah, it was effective. And then he starts singing the Daisy Daisy song, Dang. and like I Which, started by the way, being sad. That was a a real thing, I guess. Back in like the forties, um, Bell, the like phone company. Yeah, they made this robot, and they said the easiest thing to make a robot to do would be to sing because they emphasize vowels, and it's really easy for an electronic voice to make vowel sounds over oh, consonants. Yeah. So there's this recording from like the forties of this machine singing. Dang, zing, dang, zing. <laughs> like real freaky. <laughs> Give me your answer, do. Yeah. Funny. So That's it was. Funny. I thought that was really interesting, but huh. that I that part was the most interesting to me because I didn't. Yeah. Like I don't think he was scared. Right. And I guess, I mean, that's a huge theme of the movie, obviously, is, like, not right. knowing if these things actually feel or if they're just, like, emulating what a human, what they expect a human might do. Right. I wish you had seen Black Mirror, because there's a lot of things, like, I'd like to talk about that you haven't seen. <laughs> so I Like, can, it's completely like I get it. <laughs> well, there's, no, I, I'll there's an episode. You'd really like it. You really would. There's an episode where... Well, I can't tell you. It'll ruin that. There's an android thing. I won't explain why they exist. I have seen Star Trek, so... Okay, yeah. So there's an android (laughs) thing. Right. And it's it's emulating a real person Mm -hmm. um, who's died. Right. And the person it's with keeps being like, that's not what they would have done. So he's like, oh, okay. And he, like, changes his algorithm. Right. To, like, become more and more like this person in this terrifying way. It's it's just really interesting. Yeah. Hmm. 
I don't think I have anything else to say. I think uh, this movie was made 50 years ago now. It was. That's crazy. It, it really is. Um, because the, like, fears they have about technology in, like, in 1968 mm-hmm. seem really funny now. Yeah. Because we're just, like, so close to those things now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, artificial intelligence is becoming very real. Uh, Which is some, still like, terrifying. Yeah. I think there has been, and there are more and more conversations about, like... Oh, fuck. Is, <laughs> is like, technology advancing at a pace that we aren't ready for, like, that yeah. we can't keep up with, really. Right. Which I think the answer is probably yes. Listen, all guys, if we start getting artificial intelligence, we just need to defer to the Star Trek Next Generation episode where Data goes on trial because they're trying to determine if he's sentient or not. He wins, so we should probably <laughs> keep those morals in mind. The kindred's too. Moving forward, the I just think moving forward, you're just like, all right, we got this. Star Trek has already handled it. No, they really have. They really have. We've already no gotten worries. a sentence on this. It's good, guys. Amazing. We've already got a. It's a fucking TV show, Kindred. No, it. No, you don't understand the things that they deal with I on just... Star Trek: Next Generation. They're really like actual, like they make like philosophical and ethical questions. And I, think I just said forward, it's a TV show, and you said no. No, I meant no in a way where I know that it's a TV show, but it's so much more than a TV show, Riley. All right. (laughs) You wouldn't know because you haven't seen it. You would really like Star Trek Next Generation. The end. I'm sure I would. I'm sure I would. Like, I have no doubts that I would be real into Star Trek No, it really, I'm just saying, like, it really, it deals with some ethical issues. Is that Kirk or Picard? Picard. Picard, obviously. (laughs) <laughs> like why would I've I, I all I know is that William Shatner is in the other one. <laughs> yeah, and I have never I've never seen the original series, but but I do love me some Jean Luc Picard. I mean, sorry, Jean Luc Picard. Beautiful. <laughs> can right. we stop? Can we yeah. stop? <laughs> yeah, let's just stop. We've been talking about Star Trek for like a solid two minutes now. <laughs> like no need. Do you have anything else you want to talk about about this movie? I don't know if I have any other. No. Like, even thoughts i guess my end thought is that like i wished i wished and wish that it tied together a little bit more and didn't just kind of be like here's an ending right which i feel like it was kind of how it ends it's just like "Eh, there you go right and i wish it was more of an odyssey but it wasn't so yeah oh my god the first (laughs) so the first after the first 20 minutes of gorillas jumping around i was like my my complaint is that there's not enough space and then, like, two minutes later, Kindred understood what I meant. She's like, oh, because it's a space odyssey. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I really thought you were, like, talking about, like, the filmmaking. Like, there's not enough visual space. The screen is too crowded. And I was like, I guess. There are a lot of, there are a lot of monkeys. <laughs> it was supposed but... to be a stupid joke about how there wasn't any space so far. And you were, like, completely baffled. Did not, did not hit at all. Um, what? How many thumbs do you give it? Uh, uh, six and a half, I guess. Okay, and I was gonna, I was gonna say seven. Yeah, I was like, I don't, I don't recommend watching it, but like maybe one day if you feel compelled, you can watch it. I feel like I, I liked it, but I, it's been built up way too much. I really thought yeah. it was gonna be something else. Entirely, which is, which is yeah. my own fault. Like, oh yeah, yeah. 
but hey, there, 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 there we are. Yeah, and you're giving it seven. I'm gonna give it seven thumbs. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, that was our review of 2001. <laughs> could you Odyssey. hear the air quotes? Because I could. <laughs> we tried. We tried. Damn it. We, did. we really did. Um, guys, now it's time for everybody's favorite segment: Real Good Whistling with Riley. I like to always introduce this segment because it makes me feel like I'm on a TV show. Um, if you're not familiar with this segment, it's a segment where I whistle a song and Kinder has to guess what it is. The fun part is I can't whistle. Woo! Okay. Uh, are you ready? I got I got the last one, but it was after a lot of, like, you kind of had to give Pushing, me Pushing, yeah. This time okay. I'm going to get it. All right. not have it yet no i don't even have a clue um, here's a hint we made okay. a music video to it oh oh um that didn't help me i mean i could list the songs we did i uh-huh. Ooh, the powers went off Ooh. or josh just turned the light off that's more likely <laughs> oh shit no power just went off oh shit oh god Hopefully your computer has a bit of battery. No, yeah, it does. It's been charging okay, this good. whole time. Phew. Um, I'm going to open my door, though, because now it's really hot in here. Oh, God, yeah. Well, this is exciting. Hi, guys. Welcome. The powers went off. Kendra, can you tell what song I was whistling? <laughs> I guess I'm going to go with, I know we did a music video to The Look of Love, but I oh. don't think it's that. Is it Good Old Fashioned Lover Boy? Oh, God. Am I that bad is at it, whistling? I, it's I, Pump Up the Jam. <laughs> Doggies. Oh, I pump didn't... up the jam. Pump, pump it, it up. up while your feet are stomping. Um, I, I want a place to stay. Get your booty. I did not get that at all. I'm actually startled by how dark it is in here. Well, turn on your on your flashlight on your phone. I think I'm going. To, I'm like actually a little freaked out. Yeah, I don't like that. Cause it's like job. all the all the street lights are out too. So Ooh, I hate like, that. And it's oh. kind of cloudy outside, so it's literally like pitch black in here. Is Hi, Josh Lennox. home with you? Yeah, he is. Okay, phew. Hi, Lennox is now like at. I opened up my my recording closet because it was hot when the power yeah. went off. Lennox is like at the f- at the floor, just staring at me. Like, oh, he doesn't like, like scary things. Oh, and you're excluding him from the safe space. So how Hi, dare you? Wow, the power um, never goes out. This is exciting. Well. Do you want to give us a closing uh, argument? <laughs> Fuck. A closing catchphrase <laughs> about the power going out? Is that what our closing catchphrase is? Yeah. Do you have anything else for this episode or are we good? I don't I don't think so. Oh, I almost knocked my phone off. I really, I'm not feeling, not feeling like I have anything. Okay, cool. I mean, this is a solid, solid 40 minutes or whatever. Oh, yeah, shit. Guys. We forgot to read our book. Oh, fuck. <laughs> All right, guys. Fuck, I knew there was something. Shit. We will Next get on time. that book club we will. at some point. We even have a name for it. We okay. do. Anyway, um, closing thoughts. I am not afraid of the dark, mm-hmm. but I am afraid of um, other things. 
like people breaking into my house and when it's dark i'm like oh no we're gonna get killed yeah um but it should have, be okay i have a closing sentiment okay um i'm not afraid of the dark because i've got a secret in my heart quote my father oh god oh yeah. dogs are barking things are happening <laughs> sorry Kinder, that's beautiful. <laughs> oh, thanks. Uh, he wrote a three-verse song that centers around that. Maybe one day I'll sing it for you guys. Wait, who's um, he? My dad. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not afraid of the dark because I've got a secret in my heart. The song by Rob Smith, obviously. obviously? All right, cool. <laughs> On that note, thanks for thanks for joining us Thanks today. for listening. We love you. Adi- ad- adios, partner. Bye. Is that offensive? Probably. Bye. It's fine. Bye.